Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 26th of November, 2023. Flyers Daily presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. Boy, I'm going to remember that game last night. As a card-carrying member of the goalie union, that was spectacular. I love great goaltending. I know a lot of people want to see goal scoring. I get it. Offense puts butts in seats, and it's exciting. But when you see two goaltenders go nose-to-nose like Ilya Sorokin and Sam Erson did last night, I will pay my price of admission for that any day of the week. Both goalies, spectacular. Yeah, Sorokin was a little busier than Erson. He saw 40 shots, made 40 saves. Erson saw 24 Islander shots, made 24 saves. But there were spectacular saves at both ends. And the Flyers come out on top. They come away with a shootout one nothing win. This is a rarity. It's only the 16th double shootout in Flyers franchise history. It doesn't happen very often. Um, since 2005, since the shootout, we used to have games that just end in ties. You'd have a nothing-nothing game, it ends in tie. You send the fans home going, well, like, what happened? But uh, since they brought in the shootout and they've resolved games, since 2005, the Flyers have uh, four wins in this situation. And the last time it happened was February 2018, a double um, scoreless shootout. Peter Morozik was the Flyers goaltender. He was here for a cup of coffee. Uh, but spectacular goalie performance at both ends. Sorokin was great in that game on Wednesday. Uh, Erson got the nod tonight because the game prior for the Islanders, Varlamov played. Uh, Sorokin got the nod and because Carter Hart played against the Rangers. It was Erson uh, for the Flyers. And, and Sam Erson, I can't say enough about him. Uh, we're going to talk about the specifics of how he got his season on track in just a second because uh, he did not get off to a good start, but I think that he learned from it. Uh, Flyers, again, Islanders, no score in the first three periods and overtime. And real quick on overtime, I've been a harsh critic of three-on-three overtime. Uh, I don't like it for the most part because it has turned into, you know, not the spirit for which it was instilled in the NHL because – Got teams pull it out of the zone. They change. It's such a possession game. That three-on-three overtime against the Islanders was old-school three-on-three overtime, if that's even a thing, because it hasn't been around that long, because they were just trading chances at each end. Odd man rushes, great saves. That was spectacular. And in a game like that where both goal t- both goalies are just you know stopping everything, you're going, oh my goodness, this game, is anybody ever going to score? And nobody scored until we got to the shootout. Then we get to the shootout, and you go the first three rounds, and nobody scores. Bo Horvat, saved by Erson. Atkinson, saved by Sorokin. Wallstrom, saved by Erson. Couturier ended up hitting the post, I think. Uh, so, no goal. Matthew Barzell, saved by Erson. Morgan Frost, glove save by Sorokin. Kyle Palmieri goes in. He just kind of looped into the zone, never got a shot off. And that was the Islanders' last attempt. So the Flyers had Tyson Forster up as their fourth shooter. And he goes in, recognizing that you probably weren't going to deke and beat Ilya Sorokin. So he goes in and just picks a spot and absolutely rings it up. Perfect shot. That's what it was going to take to beat Sorokin. Rings it up, high glove, 
and the Flyers get the win. Interesting, two of the shooters that the Flyers opted to put out there, Morgan Frost, who has been healthy scratch for 10 games this season, uh, got a shot in the shootout, and Tyson Forster, who came into the game with just the one goal on the season, that power play goal against Vegas. So John Tortorella and his coaching staff opting to go with two of the younger players after going with two vets in Atkinson and Couturier. So beautiful shot from Tyson Forster. Great to see. I think one of the big elements of the game, too, for me, is that the Flyers played in a style that they've played all season. They didn't let the glorious breakdowns and lack of, you know, support or coverage that they didn't have against the Rangers uh, continue. They clamped down on that. They were much more in tune to recognizing when a D-man was pinching or when coverage needed to be shaded. And they did that in the game. They created good opportunities because of that aggressiveness. And it shows me that they're a team that that's what they want to do. And just because they had that game against the Rangers where maybe they weren't cognizant of, you know, help defense, if you will, that they went right back to it against the Islanders and generated a ton of great scoring chances on Sorokin in the game. So that's a good sign for the Flyers. All right, let's talk about um, Sam Harrison because he gets the 24 saves, he gets the shutout, he gets the win. And he's a guy that just did not start out the year strong uh, for whatever reason. You know, I think it, part of it is a goaltender adjusting to being a backup which is difficult to do. I think he went 19 days between start number one, which came on the 21st of October, and his last preseason performance. So that's a, that's a good amount of time, and it's a goal he's got to figure out how he can you know, be ready to go without playing multiple times in a week. And Sam Harrison in that first game against Dallas uh, – he made 20 saves on 25 shots, allowed five goals, 800 save percentage. Uh, then the Anaheim game at Wells Fargo, he gave up the seven spot, 18 saves on 25 shots, a 720 save percentage. And then that loss against Buffalo, he gave up, uh, he made seven saves on nine shots in that game. Carter Hart left that game uh, because he was injured 10 minutes in. But since then, Erson, a 921 save percentage in his last four games going into the game last night where he gets the shutout. So obviously he built on that. Uh, he got the, the win in Buffalo where he allowed just the one goal, made 21 saves on 22. Then the next game it was San Jose. He ended up losing that game, made 17 saves on 19 shots. Then he made 35 saves on 38 against Anaheim on the road when the Flyers won that game 6-3. to three. He had a 921 save percentage in that game. And then against the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, he made 20 saves on 22 shots. And to me, that, that might be a guy, and obviously the performance last night, 24 saves on 24 shots, and he was great. That might be a guy that's learning how to get himself ready when he doesn't play as the starter. And that, that's a good thing. You need to get quality goaltending, uh, quality starts from your backup in this league. And Sam Harrison um, has really kind of dialed his game in for the Flyers, and uh, that certainly is a good sign. And we'll see uh, when he gets his next start. Flyers have a couple divisional games this week, Carolina on Tuesday, and we'll get our first look at the Devils on Thursday and then back-to-back games with the Penguins, although they're not on back-to-back days. 
So we'll see how the John Tortorella and the coaching staff deploys his goaltenders. Uh, but Sam Arison, what a performance in that game. And I think, I mean, just watching the game, just so patient, never, never over-reading the plays, never over-goaltending or being too aggressive, just really under control, you know, patient on his edges, on his skates, holding the post when he needed to hold the post, when he could have maybe started to cheat a little bit, especially in overtime he made a big save on, our, on the right post, uh, just didn't ever come off it. And just I thought he looked really calm and dialed in, obviously, and reading plays extremely well. Flash some great athleticism as well. Great performance from Sam Arison. So the Flyers did uh, make some lineup changes going into the game as well. Uh, Bobby Brink came out. Morgan Frost came in. Uh, Igor Zamula came out, and the Flyers activated for the first time this year Rasmus Ristolainen. So when you look at the numbers for Morgan Frost in the game, he had three shots on goal. He played 16 minutes and 42 seconds. He played a minute 43 on the power play, and I thought he shown pretty well. He made some good decisions with the puck, created some opportunities. Obviously, goalies, goal scoring uh, was not really in the cards in this game, uh, but I thought Frost had, had a good game. And I thought, I mean, really, when you look at the lineup, did, did anybody have a bad game? I thought the structure was there all night. You look, I would love a little bit more finish. I think Ryan Paling was dealing with something. Uh, missed a lot of the second period, but came back in the third. He won 11 faceoffs, only lost eight with 57%. He was good in the dot. Um, then Rasmus Ristolainen comes into the game and plays 17-49 in his first game. And I think the most encouraging thing about the way Risto played, I was concerned coming in with Risto thinking, okay, do we have to go through that process again? Does the coaching staff have to go through that process again of getting him to play his game in a more controlled manner where he's not overrunning plays to make the big hit, playing outside the dots, chasing too much in the D zone, but playing in that structure that he played in last year. And I thought he did that in the game. And, and I think that's probably a hard game for him to do it because it's his first. So there's that adrenaline element to it too, where you want to do a lot because you're just getting in for the first time this year. I thought Ristolainen played very within himself. And if he doesn't have to go through that process they went through last year, um, that will help the Flyers tremendously. Obviously, he provides some size. He had three shots on goal, a couple block shots. Um, I thought he had a good performance. And, and I got to give stick taps to Travis Konechny. This is the leading goal scorer on the Flyers, their best offensive weapon. And there's a chance where the Islanders, I think four seconds left in the game, have an offensive zone draw. They win it clean. They win it to the to the right side. The faceoff's on the right side in the Flyers' zone. They win it to that winger, and he goes across the ice to the left defenseman for a one-time shot. Would have been a good opportunity. All their traffic was flowing to the net, whether there was could have been a tip, a, a rebound, anything. And Travis Konechny darted out, did exactly what he's supposed to do as that winger on that side of the ice, and he got his shin pads pointing right towards where the shot was coming from and took an absolute clapper, caught him probably a little below the shin pad, and blocked that shot. To me, that's a symbolic block when it's Travis Konechny that's doing it. It shows you a team that's all in. And look, it stung him. He went down in a heap and got off, but that's a big, big block shot for Travis Konechny. 
and a big block shot for the Flyers because it goes a long way to helping them secure uh, a one nothing win in the shootout. Obviously, shootout wins are something that's been hard to come by since it's been instituted for the Flyers. They get one here uh, against a goaltender in Sorokin who was spectacular on the night, and uh, Flyers are just a little bit better. And they end their skid at two games. They'll look to get back and put back-to-back wins together when they face Carolina. They already faced Carolina twice this year. They lost at Wells Fargo Center 3-2. They went to Carolina and won 3-1. This will be the rubber match coming up on Tuesday night. Flyers have a much-earned day off tomorrow. They just played three games in four days. And back-to-back, obviously. Islanders did, too. Uh, But um, they'll face Carolina coming up on Tuesday. That task is obviously not easy. Carolina, nobody uh, in the NHL plays much faster in transition than they do. They really stress you. So uh, we'll see Carolina Tuesday night at Wells Fargo. And then Thursday, Flyers will get their first look at uh, the New Jersey Devils, who aren't off to the greatest start this year. They're a little bit erratic. I mean, we heard the term when it came to the Devils, cup contender, legit cup contender. Jack Hughes is a star. Um, They have some really good players there, Dougie Hamilton, Nico Heischer, and many others. Uh, But they just haven't really put their season quite together just yet. You look at the Devils right now. They're sitting in the seventh spot in the division. They've played 19 games, sitting at a hockey 500, 9-9-1, 19 points, uh, 3-7 in their last 10. Flyers right now, with that win last night, jump from fourth in the division, or fifth in the division, rather, all the way up to second. They have 23 points. They are behind the Rangers. Rangers have 31, so they're, what, eight points back. Uh, They are one point ahead of the Capitals, but the Capitals have played four less games. So the Caps have only played 17 games, Flyers 21. Uh, They bump up ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes, but they played two more games than the Canes. Canes have 22 points, and the Islanders get a point in the game, uh, and they have 22 points. The teams went in tied last night uh, with 21 points for the Flyers and the Islanders. So one nothing shootout win for the Flyers. You'll take it. We'll have Bill Meltzer coming up tomorrow. Um, no assists in the game because there's no assists on shootout goals. So we didn't get to make any donations tonight. We're looking for a bunch of donations come Tuesday when the Flyers take on Carolina to the Penn Medicine Assist because Penn Medicine and the Flyers have teamed up uh, to donate 30 pounds of food to local communities in need for every Flyers assist of the season. So we'll get back at that coming up on Tuesday when the Flyers resume against the Carolina Hurricanes. That's going to put a wrap on this episode. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, by the way, you can always comment on the videos down below. And um, I've been known to jump into those comments as well. So uh, we'd love to create a little community there of uh, commenters. Have some good hockey dialogue. Everybody, have a great Sunday. We'll talk to you coming up tomorrow. Mondays with Meltzer on a brand new Flyers Daily.